Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Modern Hairstylist Podcast. We are... Okay, I'm scared to do this topic because I feel like I struggle with this hard and I there was no there was no fixing it. Like there was no fixing it. Like I'm not going to give you this magical answer today. I don't think there's a magical answer to this. I'm going I'm not even sure if there's a magical answer to anything that happens in your business or in your life, but what we can do, me and Caitlin, what we can do here today is give you our own personal accounts, make sure that you know that you're not alone, give you some tips and tricks for how to navigate the situation. But at the end of the day, we just got to stay strong and do what's best for us and keep it moving, keep it pushing. So if you're ready to talk about how to deal with other stylists or the salon that you're in that doesn't give a shit about growth the same way that you do, let's talk about it. Let's go. Let me guess, you are a hustling, bustling hairstylist behind the chair, working so hard to build a beautiful career for yourself, one that gives you time, freedom, and energy to spend with yourself, your family, and your friends. But you feel like you're always working in your business, even when you're not behind the chair. My name is Hunter Donia, and I help you automate your systems and implement really beautiful strategies so you can grow your business without the overwhelm. And this is the Modern Hairstylist Podcast. Okay, so Caitlin, what's up? Who are you? How are you? Hello, uh, my name is Caitlin. I work for Hunter. I'm also a hairstylist. I live in England. My main thing is I am here to help Hunter stay on track, keep give him some outlines, and give my unasked for opinion wherever I see fit. It is asked for. <laughs> it literally is asked for. Stop for- saying that. I feel like I add my opinion where it's like, you've already gotten the point across, but I'm like, yeah, no, I need to say something about this. (laughs) (laughs) Caitlin, we absolutely love you being here. Thank you so much for being here and keeping me on track. I really appreciate it. And we love everything that you have to share. So Caitlin, have you been in a salon or been around other stylists that didn't, that weren't as um, self-motivated as you? Yes, I most definitely have. Spill the tea. <laughs> I, ooh, I'm so glad I live in England now. So the most recent commission salon that I worked at before I went as a, into being a solo stylist, it, honestly, it was a really toxic place. So I have kind of like the worst case scenario experience, but I worked at a several salons prior to that that were like best case scenario. So I can give you both sides of the coin, but... I went on like a huge personal journey as a stylist uh, during the COVID shutdowns. I was like, I'm going to take this time and I'm going to like come back to the salon and I'm going to be so kick ass. And I was motivated. I was inspired. I was like doing all the fucking things. I was like showing up on Instagram. I created like all these different like pages for myself. And I would get to work and my, my coworkers, my boss, like they would all just like, they wouldn't understand it. And I've even had, had coworkers say like, I don't know why you do that. Like in the most condescending way. So it really sucks to be the motivated stylist when the other ones around you aren't. And I'm not saying that being a stylist that is okay with just going to work, doing the work and going home, that's totally okay. Right. But as the person that is extremely inspired and motivated and wants to like elevate the shit out of their guest experience and all of these things, it can really like suck the energy out of you at a very fast pace. It absolutely can. It can feel so isolating and it can feel like I feel like 
it can, like, flip the mirror around on you and, like, turn you into, like, why the fuck am I doing this? Why am I trying so hard? Like, it starts to, it starts to make you question yourself. Like, you start questioning everybody else around you because you're like, why the fuck aren't they doing, like, all this cool shit that I'm so passionate about? But then you look at yourself and you're like, why am I doing all this stuff? Why am I passionate about this? Because everybody else around you isn't. And I love, I thank you so much for bringing this up because it's a really good start to the conversation. What I think that we don't understand uh, or remember is that the majority of people aren't like us. The majority of the industry is not like us. Like you listening to this, the communities that we're in, like we are like the majority of the people just want to show up to work, do hair and go home. And like you said, that's fine. I think that the, the, the deal that we've been dealt in life, I don't judge it anybody for their career choices like at all you know we live in capitalism it is what it is however i think the difference between them and us is that we just see so much more for ourselves and we understand that it's possible and we're willing to put in the work to make shit happen for ourselves and a lot of the uh, a lot of us are just very naturally passionate and excited to do these things which is such a blessing i i remember being in my own salon situation which i can't i have to walk the line of a little bit because i have really great relationships with my 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 past salon owners but i will be honest and i'll share my experiences because i know that they understand the experiences already I remember feeling so blessed at the same time. Although I was isolated and I and nobody else around me was like making me feel good about it, I remember still feeling so blessed that I was self-motivated. Like that I had that like gift within me, that like burning fire within me that pushed me further than everybody else around me. Like j- please don't forget that it's a gift. Like, and please don't forget that the majority of people don't have that gift that you have, because that is really important to remember when it's really easy to get down on yourself because everybody else isn't doing it, right? Like, oftentimes the people who are doing things so differently than everybody else around them are the most successful, most happy, most joyful. So please, 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 please understand you're not alone. And we've, we've all been there, us motivated, badass hairstylists. And don't let it get you down because you have a gift. You are so blessed that you have that because other people don't have that. And I feel bad for the people who don't have that, quite honestly. Thank you for sharing your experience, Caitlin. I'm sorry that you had to experience it. So how did you how did you get out of it? How how did you get out of it? Um, well, ultimately it is what led to me going independent, but in a lot of cases, you kind of just need to put your blinders on. As much as you can, I know it is difficult, but like try to filter out that negativity and just like remind yourself that they just don't understand where you are at with your mindset and like what your vision is. And if you feel like you want to explain that vision to them, feel free, but they still likely won't understand it fully. But I think the biggest thing that I know now that I wish I would have known then that could have helped me is the importance of having community that does have the same vision. Like there are so many hairstylists that I consider my very good friends that I have never even met in person. Like I solely have these communities online. Hunter's communities are a big part of that. But like it's it's so just it's the most incredible thing to have people that are in the same on the same wavelength as you that get it and that you can resonate with and get your like get your inspiration from them and that might make it a little bit easier to understand or rather um tolerate 
the negativity in your salon. Yeah, I completely agree. Thank you for sharing that. I think community is really, really important. I will amplify that with my own journey and I'll talk about like my situation. So I I grew up in a commission salon. I started a commission salon when I was 16 years old. And so especially when you're in team environments, obviously, but especially when it's like W2 team environments, I feel like it's even it's even more intense because there's not as much self-motivation around you, right? Like when everybody is just an employee, not just an employee, I shouldn't say that, but when everybody is an employee showing up to work, doing the hair and going home, that's a lot of the time the cases in those situations, it is much, it's much more intense and more prevalent most of the time. So my salon was a large ass salon, like a huge salon. And I think what got us all into this industry was the creativity and the technique and making other people feel beautiful. So we get into it, we're really focused on the technique side of things, and and we want to grow creatively and artistically, and that's really beautiful, and it's actually really important, and I don't think we should necessarily lose sight of that, but I remember, like, it, like being in the salon at that time as a kid, as an assistant, and as, a, as an apprentice, I was always being pushed and challenged creatively and artistically, and that was super helpful and important. But once it got to the point where it was like, okay, it's time for me to make money, I was like, there there has been nothing given to me that like is going to help me make money. And all these other stylists, they've just built their businesses by waiting around for years and years and years and like having this built up-ish clientele that has just come with time or come with their their mentor uh, stopped doing hair so then they got all their clients, right? All those things, right? It was just like this natural like flow of a career path for them. And they never really had to like care too much because they, this was just like the way that, th- that, uh, that things work for them. I remember super specifically being in the basement with all the other girls. And I, I was like 18, so I was just like so naive and I just asked them all these stupid questions all the time. I was like, is it possible to like make a good living and like be sustainable, like without being married to somebody else who has an income as well. Like I literally remember asking the girls around me that, which was probably a disrespectful question at the time, but it was a genuine question because I looked at all the, all the girls around me and I was like, I know what their average salaries are for the most part. Like I can take a guess and I know that they all have husbands who all support them as well. That's how they have a house. That's how they have they afford having children, right? So, like, what does that mean for me as, like, this gay man who, like, at the time I was like, oh, my God, I'm never going to find love because I'm gay. Like, I was telling myself these stupid questions or these stupid stories. And so, for me, like, as a solo person, I was like, what is the tea here? Like, I, it just didn't click for me. And then I eventually became a brand educator and the brand, the brand that I got into was very business oriented and showed me the way, like showed me like, oh my God, things could be so much better for you if you focus on sales and marketing, right? And I was like, oh shit, I can surpass everybody around me. And then all of a sudden I got super passionate about selling retail, raising my average ticket, um, growing my clientele, giving a really excellent client experience. And all the girls around me were like, what the fuck? They're like, what is happening here? And they were so resentful of the fact that I was like the newer kid who was doing these badass things. And that, because remember, I grew up there. I was 16 years old. So they taught me, they grew me, they gave me like some of their clientele as they changed and grew, right? And then now all of a sudden, I'm doing better retail sales than them. I'm doing a better average ticket than them. I'm being praised by leadership more than they are because I was putting in the effort and the work and I had the knowledge and the tools. 
So I felt super ostracized, like very, very, very ostracized at a certain point. And I wanted everybody around me so bad to see the light and see what they could be doing for themselves. I remember just feeling so hopeless about it. And like, I remember having my leader, my leader's appreciation and same wish. Like when you see, when you're finally able to like see the light of like, oh shit, you're able to like make a badass career out of this. You just have to put in the work and have the knowledge. You understand like a lot more than you used to. Like when like my leader used to be like, okay, sell more retail, do more of the treatments. Like I used to just think like, oh, they just want me to make more money for them. When in reality, it's like everybody can win at the end of the day. The salon owner can win and I can win too. And business is important. And I, and when I finally realized that I was like, oh my God, these bitches around me, including myself have been such brats and so ignorant to everything that's possible. And it was really, really, really difficult for me to be around those other people all the time and be around that negative mindset all the time. And I remember leaving work every day after getting starting to like really get motivated and passionate about what I was doing every day and feel so anxious and slightly depressed because of how alone I felt in my own mission. It was kind of insane. Like now that I think about like looking back at it, it's kind of crazy how much it affected me. And so If you're listening to this and you can relate at all, whether you're like good now or you're not good now, just know that you weren't alone and you're not alone because there's so many other people I have conversations with every single day who are still in a commission salon, who want better for themselves, who are in in independent spaces and they and they have the people around them who just don't give a fuck and who are looking at them with a weird side eye. But guess what? They're making more money and they're they're feeding themselves and their family, their family way better than the other people around them are. And that person, you, my friend, who has has this burning fire inside of you, like I said, you have a gift and you have to keep it pushing and keep it moving because how dare you hold yourself back from that success because the other bitches around you don't have the same gift that you have. How dare you hold yourself back from serving your community better and making a big impact on the people around you because of the imposter syndrome that's instilled on you because of everybody else around you, because of the negative connotations and all the things. Please don't let yourself get in the way of your own success. Please, 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 please don't let that happen. The way that I dealt with it was a whole lot of fucking dealing with it. (laughs) A whole lot of just, you know, feeling the emotions every day and just keeping it moving, you know, like it just was what it was. And the good thing that I had was I did have my leadership support and they knew how I felt. And so thank God that I had that because I know there's a lot of situations where even the leaders and salon owners don't have that same vision or passion or education, right? And so what I would suggest to you is definitely trying to make a make an alliance with your salon owner or leadership who understands the same things as you and also stay close to the other people around you who do have the same motivation that you have because they will be integral, super important for you to um, stay consistent in, in, in living out this passion and this motivation that you have. And your leader, you know, sitting down with you, congratulating you for your success. That's the other thing I didn't feel validated or recognized for all the badass things I was doing. Having your leader sit down with you and congratulating you is so fucking important. And if you haven't had that conversation with them yet, please do so. 
let them know how you're feeling. If you have other, if everybody else around you is getting you down, make sure your leader knows about it because then it's up to the leader to fucking do something about it. If you're a leader listening to this, if you have motivated, passionate, badass Silas in your space and the other people around them are making them feel like shit, guess what's going to happen? You're, they're going to end up like me and Caitlin. We're going to dip. Because we have our own beautiful visions that we're not able to fully carry out right now because everybody else around us is making us feel like shit. But unfortunately, I hear a lot of the time, like these people who are in these team salons or in these spaces where they're not feeling supported and feel like they are ostracized and they feel like there's no other options because they don't have suites in their area. There's no other salons that are, that are more motivated, et cetera, et cetera. And what I would tell you is please just try to make the most out of your situation because there, like there will be a day where there will be an option for you. I didn't have the suite option at the time. There was no suites in Pennsylvania. That wasn't even a thing. We, we didn't even, I didn't even fucking know what that was. Like I was like, what the fuck's that? Until it was a couple years later and there was more suites popping up all over the place. And I was like, oh, this is an option. It will happen for you. It will happen for you. Just stay on track. And like Caitlin said, find a fucking community. Oh my God. I'm going to San Diego tonight, actually, to spend some time with a mastermind that I'm a part of for um, for educators, basically, of all sorts, not just within the industry. And I'm so excited to be around other people who understand the same shit that nobody else understands. It is, there is something, like you said, something so special about that and so important about that. We're social creatures. We're human beings, whether you're introverted or extroverted. It's so important that you have people that you can relate to who are going through the same emotions as you. And that's why I'm so fucking passionate about curating and nurturing my own communities within these spaces where other people will never understand us, you know, that same way. We have our Modern Silas Movement membership, which is an alumni-only group for after you go through Previsit Pathway, which is my course. And we're doing an in-person event in Philadelphia, and it's going to be like this most badass experience. I'm so excited about it. We're completely sold out, and this is going to be so much fun. And I told them, like, I refuse to have anybody else there because it it can only be you guys because only we are going to understand each other. Like, it is what it is. And having those spaces where you can, where everybody around you understands you and is willing to support you because they understand your situation, it's a game changer. So if you're feeling a little bit hopeless right now, your time will come. Trust and believe. But in the meantime, have the conversations and sometimes the uncomfortable conversations that you need to have with your leadership, with your salon owner, with whoever is your mentor or whoever's supporting you. And lead by example. Don't waste all of your time trying to bring a horse to water and getting them to drink it. I tried so hard in my salon and it was not working. Like, it just made me feel even more like shit. It made me feel even more down on myself. Lead by example. Be the fucking badass that you are. And if somebody has shit to say about it, that's not your fucking problem. They don't pay your bills, right? And find a community that is going to support you and understands you inside and out. And also... Don't be afraid to consider dipping and moving somewhere else if there is options for you out there because that is the opportunity that is screaming your name that you might be too scared to take the leap to go into when in reality it's exactly what you need right now because you need to be around other people who understand you and are supporting you and rooting you on. It is what it is. What are your thoughts, Caitlin, before we roll this one out? So I just want to give you permission to not 
sit in like like a shit environment like I do believe that there's that period that you should give it a chance to like really try to like work through things and like see if things will kind of make a turnaround but if they clearly are not you can create your own environment if there's not studios or suites or anything like that in your area find like a storefront that is available for you right now like there are options out there for you you can create your own space it might be super fucking scary but If it means you are going to be able to do the things that you know you can do for your business versus sitting in a energy sucking environment, that might be what you need to do. Because I worked in a salon for five fucking years and I felt stuck and you are not stuck, my friend. I love it. I love it. And if you and I will say I I already said my piece about this again, if you feel like there are literally no other options and if you've already explored those options, right? Like like, like what Caitlin said, it's like if you haven't at least explored the other options and seen what else is around you, right? Make sure you go fucking do it because there are opportunities out there that could be better for you. If there literally isn't, like because I I hear this story all the time. If there literally isn't, there the opportunity will come and don't be afraid to fucking jump on it when it comes, period. Whatever program or community that I'm curating, whenever you're listening to this, we'd be happy to welcome you with open arms. If you want more information about that, you can shoot me a DM asking for more information. You can check out the link in my bio on Instagram. Show notes are all over the place in the description of this podcast or uh, this episode, whatever it may be. I'm here to support you. All right. And if you've enjoyed this episode, if you've enjoyed this podcast, if you think that more stylists need to hear this message, then please go ahead and leave a five-star review wherever you're listening to this. Leave a little blurb about your experience listening to the Modern Hair Stylist podcast. It does help us make an impact, and you can help us make that impact by supporting the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. See you in the next episode. Peace out, Girl Scout. Bye-bye. Hey friend, thank you for tuning into the Modern Hairstylist Podcast. My mission here is to help you streamline the operations in your business as much as possible so you can grow with ease and less overwhelm. At the center of all that I teach is all about embracing technology and what it can do for us nowadays. Technology such as digital forms. Digital forms are the core foundation of all that I teach and preach to, and that's why it's so important for us to be using the right software with the right capabilities to carry out all that we need them to. And that's exactly why I partner with and teach to using JotForm. JotForm is a full-feature online form builder that makes it easy to create robust forms and collect important data. It's trusted by over 15 million users worldwide, such as nonprofits, educational institutions, enterprises, small businesses such as us, and so much more. JotForm is a gateway to gathering better information to power your business, and with the right guidance and mentorship, JotForm can absolutely transform the way you do business by automating and streamlining the way you interact with your clients. So if you're ready to get started with JotForm and really truly see how digital forms can transform your business, check out the show notes of this episode for a direct link to get signed up with JotForm. Enjoy all those new digital forms you're able to create now, and I will catch you in the next episode.